Welcome to the fourth episode of the High School Business and Personal Finance Teachers Podcast, hosted by Knowledge Matters. This is the podcast where we interview high school teachers who teach business, personal finance, financial literacy, and marketing. Stay tuned for our interview with Jerry Kimball, business teacher at Hoover High School in Hoover, Alabama. Stay tuned for the interview. Virtual business simulations are the leading cloud-based educational simulations for teaching business, personal finance, and marketing at the high school level. There are currently eight different virtual business simulations available. Retail, hotel, restaurant, management, personal finance, accounting, sports and entertainment marketing, and fashion. Virtual business simulations are used in one-third of the high schools in the U.S. You can learn more about virtual business simulations at www.knowledgematters.com. Welcome back to the Knowledge Matters podcast, the podcast where we talk to high school business teachers about how they got started teaching and tips and tricks they have for teaching business and personal finance and marketing to high school students. I want to welcome our latest guest, Jerry Kimball. Jerry teaches business and marketing at Hoover High School in Hoover, Alabama. And Jerry, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Sure. So what classes do you currently teach? Right now I'm teaching a course called Career Preparedness, which is a state-mandated course. Um, and it is it's designed for ninth graders, and it goes into three areas, um, technology, career and academic planning, and personal finance. And believe it or not, that's all in one course. And that course is required for every ninth grader in the state of Alabama. And then I also teach um, one of our newest courses, which is Internet Marketing, which goes into social and um, digital marketing. So it's a pretty exciting school year for me. That sounds great. So how did you first get interested in and in get into teaching? Uh, well, I've kind of always wanted to be a teacher, but... I graduated high school right when the dot-com era just flourished, and at that time, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to go into teaching. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to study information systems because I want to make a lot of money. <laughs> so I went on to business school, and I majored in information systems, and I went and worked in the industry for a little while, and I just I wasn't very fulfilled, so to speak. So I was young, you know, had no obligations, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do. So I went back to school, got a, got a degree in education, um, and started my first teaching job. That's great. Um, and have you always taught business marketing and personal finance? Yes, I have. Great. And I've been doing that for, this is my 11th year. 11 years. And mm-hmm. so what, what's a typical school day for you in your classroom? Uh, well, in the classroom or just kind of our schedule? Well, just, just your school. schedule and in the classroom as well. Uh, well, we are a very large high school. We have uh, seven classes a day, and there are 48-minute classes. So we don't we don't have a whole lot of time. It's not like um, I know a lot of schools do the block schedule where you're with students for an hour and a half. So we really have to use that 48 minutes to just really dive in, engage students. The good thing about the 48 minutes is you um, there's not a lot of time for them to kind of daze off into their own world. They know they're only with you for 48 minutes. 
So um, they tend to be engaged a little bit more, I believe, than in a, <clears throat> in a block schedule setting. Um, but I have upperclassmen at the beginning of the day, and I have my younger students on uh, the later part of the day. And in the classroom, as far as how our schedule looks, like I said, we really jump right in, um, <clears throat> and we use all of those 48 minutes because we really have to. Great. Well, um, given your 11 years of teaching business and marketing and personal finance, do you have any tips or tricks that you would care to share for any other teachers who might be listening? Uh, just passion. Having that passion and being excited about business every day, uh, that is passed along to the students. And, you know, I have young students and old students who came in to me uh, last week, or maybe it was earlier this week, I can't remember, but uh, when Snapchat went public or when Snap went public uh, a few days ago, I had students from all of my classes coming in to me like like I wouldn't know, but they were so excited coming in to me saying, oh, Miss Kimball, Snap went public. We're going to watch it. We're going to uh, figure out kind of how they're doing and all of that. And that's, you know, that's something that I, I talk about a lot, but I like that the students in their own lives are watching the stock market and uh, love personal finance and marketing and business just as much that I, as I hope that I portray in class. So it's really about passion, loving what you do, building those relations, relationships with students, um, and they appreciate the subject matter and being in your class a whole lot more when you, when you do those things with them. Gotcha. So are there any, are there any lessons that you've learned along the way? If you're, if you're, if your students are kind of having a rough day and, and you need to get them engaged of, of how to do that? You know, there are some days, and we all have those days. I mean, we as teacher also have, teachers also have a rough day. Um, one thing that, I, that I've always done with students is have empathy. Let them know that, you know, I know there are days when you're not going to feel your best, you're not going to want to give it your all, or you're just in a bad mood. I get it. We're, we're You know, we all have those days. And if it's kind of a, if it's a class feeling like they all come in for whatever reason and it's just a day where I know as a teacher we're not going to get a whole lot done, I cater my lesson to uh, that type of engagement. And we may not get a whole lot done that day, and that's okay some days. And that's one thing I've learned uh, with experience. Every day is not going to be 100%. As, as beautiful as that sounds, that's not the real world. That's not how those students will not give you their all every day. And you've got to be able to uh, gauge that, first of all, and respond to that, react to that, so that, you know, you can use that time efficiently, um, get as much as you can out of students. And when you don't, when you're not able to get as much out of students, you have to just, you know, call it as a loss and start again the next day. That's a good thing. So I just, I basically react, you know, I react to the students. I don't, I don't push them to give me something that I know that I'm not going to get. So that comes with experience. I remember as a, as a new teacher, um, you know, I, I, my thought was, oh, every day they're going to give me 100%. And, you know, I just learned that that's not true. That's not realistic. And you've got to be able to, to respond to that efficiently. Great. Well, you mentioned the state-mandated class that you teach, but mm -hmm. I, I assume that the other classes that you teach, such as the internet marketing, are electives. Um, how do you how do you interest or, or market your own classes to to students at your high school to get them interested in taking it? That's a great question. Um, 
you know, we struggled with that for a while. Um, and I wouldn't say struggle, but we didn't have necessarily a brand for our department. Um, and what happened is our school is a pretty progressive school. And at some point, our district in our school became a um, one-to-one school. You know, everyone got the technology and business classes were now not just the business classes that you got to work on the computer and use technology. All of a sudden, everyone, you know, every class allowed you to use technology. So we kind of lost our competitive edge in that way. So the way we responded to that several years ago is we just kind of revamped our brand. Um, We did everything from create a logo to get a solid business website to establish great social media and that really kind of revolutionized the whole recruiting process for us. Um, so now we have that strong web presence, that strong social media presence, and we're using our students a whole lot more as well to gauge interest. Like when we have recruiting events, um, such as when the middle schoolers come over to decide what classes they want to take, we don't really do a lot of talking as teachers. We allow our students to do it because that's who they want to hear from. So we use our students, we use our web presence, we use our social media presence, and we've done really well from that. That's great. Well, I'm curious, when, when your students come in, the younger students, do, do, mm-hmm. do most of them have a sense of how business works? I mean, I know that you mentioned earlier, you used the example of your students getting excited when Snapchat went public. But when they mm-hmm. first come into your class, um, what's kind of their level of knowledge? Uh, very little. They don't know a whole <laughs> lot about business. Now, you do have some who come in who just have that entrepreneurial spirit, um, a few of them. But in general, they, they really don't have a clue. And I think that's, you know, I think that's great that we get to open the world of business to them. So, no, we don't see a whole lot of business knowledge when they come in. Great. Well, how do you use the virtual business business simulations with your students? Um, I actually, I started using the Sims probably 10 years ago. And the way that worked was um, this state mandated course that I just mentioned has been a different course every five years or so. And about uh, 10 years ago, when they introduced the course, that was the, the personal finance Part of it was new. Uh, so, you know, we looked at that, and I was probably 20, 20 some early 20s, <laughs> and, you know, I barely knew about personal finance myself. I mean, I was basically a kid. So I was looking at how, what are ways that I can make this fun for students because, you know, being a young person myself, I know I didn't want to sit and talk about, you know, writing checks and interest rates and credit card and all of that. I didn't, I, 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 as a teacher did not know of a way to make that interesting for students. So obviously when that happens, we go out and look for ways and resources that will help us make things um, a whole lot more fun for our students. So that's how I kind of came across the knowledge matters simulations. And I think it was one of my, colleagues who actually found it and we researched it and we were like oh this looks really really cool so we purchased it um, like I said about 10 years ago and from I mean we we use them every year the very first year we bought it uh, we just bought the personal finance version 
But we like the format so much that I've purchased probably five more SIMs from Knowledge Matters to use in my um, manage. I used to teach management as well in my management and my marketing courses. So as far as how I use it in my classroom, and I'll use the personal finance. I'll use the personal finance SIM as an example. Um, sorry, I just had a visitor. That's okay. Okay. Um, as far as in the, the personal finance sim, I really use it to kind of kick off my personal finance units, and I allow students to um, take a unit or take a lesson as a, with a partner or with a small group, and I allow students to uh, kind of be the experts on that subject matter and be, be the one to kind of introduce that subject matter to their peers. Obviously, with my help, obviously, a lot of this they've never seen before, but, um, you know, that them hearing it from someone their age, um, it works wonders. I mean, it's worked in my classroom for years. So I, I, put, I put the information in the students' hands and kind of let them run with it, and I'm there to kind of fill, the, uh, fill in the holes, um, clarify understanding and things like that. So I use it. It is the base of my personal finance unit in my freshman course. And then my older classes, um, I kind of use it the same way to introduce concepts. It's the, it's the foundation for a lot of the concepts that I teach, and I build with projects um, on the lessons from the Knowledge Matters SIMS. Great. Well, do your students participate in any of the virtual business challenges that we run each year? All right, so my first time doing that was last year. You know, I've, I've probably seen it over the years and um, just didn't quite understand what it was. And then last year, our FDLA chapter had a couple of teams to compete, and uh, we thought that was pretty cool. And then this year, we, uh, we changed over to DECA. So we had a couple of students participating in the challenge um, with, our, with our DECA chapter. So we're not too heavy on it yet, but we're... Uh, we plan to do a whole lot more with it in the future because the students really like it. That's great. Um, well, I know that you're really active on Twitter, and I um, know you take part in the uh, biz, the the hashtag bizedu um, chats. Mm -hmm. How did you um, get? How did you get involved in that? Oh, that was uh, several years ago, and like I said, I, I teach at a very progressive school, and all of my administrators are on Twitter and. Um, you know, so I was kind of, I, I wouldn't say pushed into that space, but it, it's kind of expected around here that you are active in, um, on social media, you know, using social, using social media for professional development. So uh, a few years ago, I was out there looking for other business teachers on Twitter. I mean, yeah, you can follow all kinds of people on Twitter, but I needed my time to be uh, not wasted when I'm on social media. Sure. So I went out there and I was looking for business teachers and all of a sudden I kind of found this this golden group of people who were sharing and, and communicating every day. And I mean, it was just a beautiful virtual space. So that's kind of how I discovered the uh, BizEDU hashtag. And, I've, and those people have basically become my friends over the years. And I've learned so much from that community since then. I highly recommend it, by the way, for any business teacher who isn't on Twitter. Twitter has probably been my best PD that I've ever that I've ever done. Just continuous PD. 
that I've ever done. It's an amazing space. I think every business teacher should have some type of presence out there. Um, there are a lot. There are a lot of teachers out there who's willing to share what they do, uh, what works in their classroom, and it's it's part of the reason I'm the teacher I am today. Wow, that's a great endorsement. Well, <laughs> well, that that's all the questions that I had. I wondered if there's anything uh, that we didn't discuss or any final words of wisdom that you might offer for other high school business teachers who might be listening. Uh, just. You know, I think the the biggest resource that we have as educators is each other. And I just encourage teachers to, you know, like I said earlier, use that social media space to get to know people outside of your school, outside of your district. Um, And a lot of times we know a lot of teachers in our state, and that's wonderful, uh, but it really helps to hear from teachers from all over the nation. And there are teachers in, in there who are not even from, Um, the U.S. So it's really cool to learn from everyone. And then um, also just joining professional organizations and and getting to conferences and and meeting these people in person because, like I said, I've learned so much from teachers that I don't see every day. So that would be my suggestion for, for for other business teachers who aren't already doing that. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Jerry Kimball. Jerry teaches business marketing and personal finance at Hoover High School in Hoover, Alabama. And Jerry, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you, Jeff. Great.